Welcome to Victory Church Podcast. At Victory, we are committed to connecting people to God, His church and their purpose. For more information, visit victorychurch.net.au. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. You know, one of my main objectives tonight is firstly to give you a couple of thoughts um, and then secondly to pray. Pray for some people at the end of the service. We're not going to have a long service tonight um, in terms of me speaking. We want to be praying for some people because we know that when we pray, there's new God-breathed encounters, which is phenomenal. And uh, Lamentations 22 says, in fact, it was Jeremiah's hope. He says, the Lord's loving kindness indeed never ceases. It says, for his compassions never fail, his mercies are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness, O God. Great is your faithfulness. You see, when we pray, things shift. I said, things shift. They shift in Jesus' name. Chains are broken. Stuff happens. Miracles get released in the house. When we pray, the old song that we've been singing for far too long begins to, a new song begins to happen. Woe is me. If I was happy, I'd probably get free. Some of us, you know, I was just preparing the sermon this afternoon and I was just singing that song to myself because I thought, you know, some of us have got that song singing in our spirit. It's that old song that needs a shift, needs to change. You know, Psalm 96, 1 and 2 says, Sing the, to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, praise His name. Proclaim His salvation day after day. And I really believe that tonight there's going to be a new song on the inside of us. We're going to sing and proclaim a new song. Some stuff's really going to shift and we're really going to believe that. But before we do that, why don't we all stand and let's really pray and dedicate this auditorium to God tonight because I know God wants to move in the lives of individuals and the lives of people tonight as we come, we come before Him. Father, we thank You, God, for Your presence. We thank You for Your goodness and Your mercy. And we thank You, God, for every person, every individual person in this place, God. Every one of us a destiny. Every one of us a God-breathed desire to serve You, Lord. And I pray, Father, tonight You will have Your way in every area. Father, regardless of where we're at tonight, we pray that tonight you will bless us, Father, and bring the blessing of spirituality, financials, finance over our lives emotionally. Touch us, God, in every area that you need to touch us in, Lord. God, you know our hearts, you know our lives. We're here, we present ourselves before you, we present the church to you. It's your church. And Father, we're looking for a word in our lives and our spirits that will just shift something, God, in our lives that we can just change and walk out brand new. Father, we want to walk out new tonight. Don't want to walk out as we've walked in. We want to walk out different, Lord. We want to be singing a new song. And Father, I pray, God, for every individual, every person, every family, God, every teen, every youth, mother, father, sister, brother, Lord God, grandparent in this house, that you will have your way in our lives. Father, I thank you so, so much. Give you glory and honour and praise. Father, we thank you, God, for Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that you came, you rose again. And because of who you are, Now we live in our spirits. We thank you. We say, come Lord Jesus, we love you so, so much. We are crazy, crazy in love with you. And we thank you in Jesus' name. We give you honour. We give you praise. Together, every one of us said, amen and amen. Come on, let's clap the hand of God tonight. Awesome. Fantastic. Fantastic. Come on, high five the person next to you again. Take your seat.
just want to share some thoughts with you tonight. I'm going to do some praying. I've asked the leaders to come and pray for some of us, and uh, we're going to have a great night. But in Mark chapter 4 and verse 1, a few verses, it will be up on screen. It says, again, Jesus began to teach by the lake. The crowd that gathered around him was so large that he got into the boat and sat in it out on the lake while the people were along the shore at the water's edge. Then in Mark 4, 35 and 37, it says that day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let's go over to the other side, leaving the crowd behind. They took him just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came. The waves broke over the boat, so it was nearly swamped. 39 and 41 says, He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. And the wind died down, and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, Who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. What an incredible story right there. Something that really happened. Three quick thoughts that I'd like to just bring your way tonight. If I can slowly work through these. Firstly, the crowd will always gather to have an opinion or a piece of you. One of the thoughts that God gave me as I was just sharing, just reading this passage of Scripture. You know, the crowd really to you and I represents the world. The world represents people with their own needs, their own opinions, their own pains, their own hurts, their own motives, whatever. It's not good or bad, it just is what it is. In this story, people have gathered to hear Jesus speak. He was supposed to be the one that people were supposed to really focus on. He was the guy at the front. He was the guy that people come, really, in this story to listen to. And yet, Jesus was so being pushed up against the edge of the water that he had to get into the boat. If he didn't, he would have been pushed into the ocean. Just imagine people pressing up and ready to hear Jesus speak and all of a sudden, you know, Jesus? Whoop, where do you go? You know, The whole crowd pushing up against him. They had no sensitivity really for the guy at the front. Or thought, let's bring this guy a little bit of honour, a little bit of respect, let's pull back and let's give him some space. No, these people, they were there to get their answers. They wanted what they wanted. Their issues fixed, nothing else really mattered. You see, the truth is, there'll be times in our lives when we just need ourselves to get into the boat and get away from the crowd. Because we need to hear the presence of God. And the truth is tonight, some of us have allowed the crowd to dictate to us for so long that we have forgotten to have an opinion about our own lives because we're too busy worrying about what everyone else thinks. There are times that we just need to step away because when we step away, we begin to see things from a complete new perspective. We start to see things different. Things begin to shift, things begin to change. Most times we can't see clearly because we're too busy being in the fight of what's going on in our families and in our lives. There will be seasons at times when we just have to step away from the crowd. 
and want to hear God's heart and what God's got for us. See, over these last couple of months, Trish and I have taken some time out really to go on a bit of a sabbatical just to spend some time for a couple of reasons, really. Firstly, to just re-identify, I guess, the call of God on our lives. It is a new season for Trish and I, not senior pastoring the church any longer, but God has called us to do things in ministry, of course, and we wanted to re-identify that and just resharpen that, just ask God and just take some time out just to hear his voice uh, in what the next journey was for our lives, of course, and for our family. It's so, so important. And secondly, because really we served the church for 14 years, senior pastor of the church for 14 years, and I can't think of two Sundays in a row where we consecutively take, took them off. And we take off one Sunday, then we be back at work, and then maybe another Sunday down the road but never two Sundays in a row. So we really needed some time where we could just get together and just spend some time. So we call that a sabbatical. We take some time out. And, and so it's been great for us. We've really re-identified and really been able to hear God's voice in it. You know, t- t- stayed away from the crowd, really, as it were. And it's been really good. It's been a fantastic thing for us. And we're really, um, God is calling us to amazing things. But if I told you of all the opinions that we've received over these last couple of months. It's only been two months. It hasn't been you know, for three or four or five or six months even. It's just been a couple of months. All the opinions about, you know, when are you coming back? Come on, we need you back in the house. We just need you around. You just gotta be around. What is a sabbatical anyway? And uh, how long's it for? Or, you know, um, are you coming back? Are you even coming back to church? In fact, why don't you just go and start something else? Or, you know, different opinions and people wanting to speak into it. And, you know, um, we've seen people, pastors, give up their church and, you know, and, and, and get another call, but, but you're actually going to come and stay in the same church that you planted and passed for all those years? That, that can never work. How can that ever work? And so the truth is that people that were saying this and giving our opinion, giving them... Our, they were giving their opinions to us. We, it wasn't as if they're wanting to hurt us or, or, or say the wrong thing. They, in fact, they think they're encouraging us, helping us along the way. But it's the voice of the crowd. And there are times in our lives, and there's times in your life, where you've just got to pull away and just hear God for yourself. Because the opinions of people are going to flow all the time. And again, it is what it is. It's not as if people want to hurt you or do the, say the wrong thing. In fact, most people want to encourage you, think they're encouraging you. But in that, you know, you're not really getting any direction. And at times, you just need to you know, get away and get in the boat. Sometimes we just need to step away from the crowd and from the world and get with God. It's so, so important. Maybe you're here tonight and uh, there's just been a lot of things happening, there's a lot of voices going on, there's a lot of, there's no clarity or some things that you want to, you believe in God for and there's a lot of opinions of people and family and friends, you know, and that's all cool and that's all good and we need people around and about us absolutely to walk the journey with us, that's so, so important, but there will always be a time in our, in our lives when we just need to get away and just hear God for ourselves and tonight this is what it's all about really to be able to hear God's voice and allowing God to speak into your situation really believe that tonight as we begin to pray for some folk that there'll be a real breakthrough in areas of your life some things that God really wants to step you up in and maybe see some amazing things happen in your family whatever in your personal life in your direction in your job whatever it may be nothing's too small or too big for God he wants to be there for you 
but you've got to make the call. You've got to stretch out your hand. You've just got to move forward toward that. We're really believing that God wants to do that for all of us here tonight. Secondly, Jesus decides to leave the crowd and go to the other side, which is quite interesting in this story. Why would you leave the crowd that gathered? Especially the crowd that, that gathered to hear you. A little bit insensitive, don't you think? I mean, they did gather to listen to him and listen to what he had to say over their lives. I mean, to most public speakers, it's obviously a privilege to have a crowd of people listen to your opinions and what you've got to say and what you feel God is saying to you. It's so, so much of a privilege. Jesus has the crowd and then he leaves. Why would he do that? Gathers all his people and, and then jumps in the boat, speaks a little bit more and then says to the disciples, let's go. Let's take off to the other side. Could it be maybe because he was trying to teach the disciples that there will always be times in our lives that we need to endure things and we need to endure the storms alone. There are times in our lives that we have to endure those storms alone. And uh, we talk all the time about, you know, it's good to have people with us and people around us and that's allow people to walk the journey. And Trish and I, my wife and I, our family, we've been so privileged with having so many friends around uh, Australia, a lot of pastors that will come and walk the journey in specific areas of our lives. But there are times in our lives that we're going through things on the inside, some storms that are going on, that we just need to endure that alone. I just wondered whether um, that was one of those moments where Jesus thought, come on, we need to go to the other side. And, uh, and of course, as we know, they endured the storm, and, and, and we'll talk about that in a moment. But sometimes, you know, we've got to just engage with what God wants to say to us. Step away and just hear his heart. And to hear what he's got to say. Because he needs to speak. And uh, it's hard to be able to hear what he's saying in a nightclub. The voices that are going on around and about us. You know, we've just got to pull away. And, uh, and he speaks so wonderfully and so precise. Um, and so clear. If we just give him some time. Life gets so busy, yeah? So busy in our workplace, so busy in the things that we've got to do, just got to achieve. Sometimes it's so difficult just to sit and have a cup of coffee and just, you know, because the voices are going, the mind's going, family's happening, it's all going on. I know, we've grown a family, we know what it's like. It gets real busy, you know? And uh, kids are home from school and all the mums said hallelujah. No, they didn't. The truth is, we just need some time alone just to hear and to plug into what God is saying. I'm not saying to disconnect from people. All I'm saying is our alliance needs to be in God the Father, not in people. And we build that. We continue to build that as we go through the years. It's one of those important things. Establishing a clear line of communication is called the good fight. It's what we do in the very purposes of God. And have an open, clear you know, communication with God. It doesn't just happen because we became a Christian one day, having a clear, open, and God communication happens because we decide to press in. We decide to want to hear God's heart. It's so, so important. And I'm really believing that tonight when we pray, some things are going to shift over people's lives. The distractions that are going on in your heart and in your life is, is going to start to diminish, and the very purposes of God is going to start to raise. It's so important, because that's what we need. Amen. We all want to walk out of this place so much different, and, uh, and we want to be able to hear God's heart for our lives. You know, I want to just vent for a little bit. I, I've, um, I love evangelism. I love seeing people come to church. I love 
um, a church like this because, you know, we don't come out of a religious pretense. We're we, we always telling people that it's about a relationship with God and it's a fantastic thing. And I love being seeker-friendly. I, um, I love meeting people where they're at. I love the whole relational thing. It's so, so important because people need that. They need to be engaged in that way. Um, and we just love on people, not because we're by, we work by agenda. We love on people because that's what we've been called to do. It's who we are as people. And that's perfect 101 evangelism. It's fantastic. And I love that. But the truth is, for some of us, some of us are still serving God today because we learned how to go deep in God. We learned how to have a good God conscious. And for some of us that have learned how to go deep in God, um, we could run as far as we want, but we're never going to be able to lose that voice of God on the inside of our lives and on the inside of our conscience. Why? Because we went deep in God. And I really believe that tonight, someone's going to get really deep in God tonight. Really believing that tonight, something is really powerful is going to happen in your life. And uh, that's so, so important because that's what keeps you straight. That's what keeps you moving forward and keeps you growing and keeps you strong. That's what keeps families together, I mean, the voice of God, hearing the voice of God. When a mum and a dad can hear the voice of God and have a God consciousness, that's what keeps families growing. That's what keeps families building. That's what keeps people moving forward in their lives. That's what we see. We see breakthroughs because of that, amen. And, uh, and I really believe that tonight that's going to happen. Thirdly, Jesus says, why are you afraid? Have you no faith? In other words, why are you so worried about the circumstance around you, the storm, that you're losing perspective of the very person that's in the boat with you. Jesus was in the boat. He was in the boat with his disciples and they were losing perspective of what was going on. Even after all the miracles that they saw him perform, still they doubted. And see, for most of us, we've experienced God in our lives. We've experienced so many things and yet at times we forget. There are times in my life that I've forgotten some of the things that God has done, miraculously done in my life and in my family with my children. And yet we, 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 we can so forget. And I really believe that we need to remind ourselves to where we've come from, to where we are now. Everything's been purposeful for the very presence of God. God has taken us definitely on the journey. Who is this guy that even the storms obey him? That we're finally getting the revelation that God was truly among them. And I really believe that tonight God wants to give you the revelation that God is truly in the house. You know, the Bible says where there's two or three people gathered together, God places himself in the midst. And I really believe tonight that tonight as we begin to pray, as we pray for some folks, some stuff is going to shift over our lives in Jesus' name. We're going to see miracles happen tonight. Amen. We're going to see the very purposes of God begin to create itself. Why? Because we need the revelation that God is in control of our circumstances and the breakthroughs will come and the miracles will happen. But you know what? The truth is we need in our lives to be able to stretch out our hand. We need to push in. We need to make the decision to do that. God wants to bless us. He wants to grow us. He wants to give us the miracle. It's like the woman with the issue of blood that bled for so many years. You know, she, she was healed, absolutely healed, but she had to get out and she had to touch the hem of, her, of his garment. She had to stretch out and make the decision. And I really believe tonight as we make a decision to want to see the breakthrough in our lives, God will give us the miracle because we have decided that enough's enough and we want to continue to shift. We can move. We want to see God move mightily in our lives. You know, I just love God so much. And I love, I love what He does. And I've seen Him do so many wonderful and miraculous things. And tonight, He wants to do it again. 
And he wants to do it in your life. But here's the deal. You've got to make the call. You've got to stretch out your hand. You've got to come up and get some prayer. We've just got to ask God, and God will do it. Why? Because he's a good God. Amen. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If you have any questions, please email us at admin at victorychurch.net.au. 